0: I think of discipline as the continual, everyday process of helping a child learn self-discipline. These are the words of Fred Rogers, who you may better know as Mr. Rogers from The Neighborhood. In this episode, you're going to learn the single greatest thing you can do to lead your children into becoming successful, amazing adults, even if you don't have children, though. This episode is going to help you understand why your parents did what they did and how your reaction to it has played into your ability to be successful as an adult. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment, episode 13. Ooh, I didn't skip it. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximise your potential. As your host, P. Desmond Adams brings you nearly 30 years of experience and study in the power of your mind and the creative force found in your conscious as well as subconscious thoughts. Desmond champions the importance of knowing your core desires in life And mastering self discipline, both foundational to your success in any endeavor. And now, here's Desmond with your mental mastery moment. I grew up in a home where manners were of incredibly high regard. My father, a British guy, uh, learned at a young age, very young age, to be proper with everything that he does. No elbows on the table for us. This wasn't just something we saw on television. This was a reality. And you didn't get up from the table until after you had asked, may I be excused, please? And don't bother asking until mom and dad were both finished eating. I'm mean, just That was unquestionable. It does sound strict and rigid and maybe even to some people kind of cruel, but it was done out of love by my parents who understood it was their duty to teach us discipline so that someday, hopefully, we would have self-discipline. Honestly, today, I've abandoned so many of the rules at our table with my children. I still require them to be polite and I still require them to not chew with their mouths open and to be thankful when they're at somebody else's house and ask for seconds and things like that. But a lot of those very rigid things I tossed out the window because I was confused by the fact that I thought there were just rules for the sake of rules, but that's not at all what my parents were doing. Maybe a little bit of that. I think as parents, we all have our flaws. We all have our things that maybe we're not doing 100% right. But truthfully, if we don't teach our children discipline, We're promising them. We are hand-delivering them. We are wrapping it up with a big old bow, this life of mediocre existence. Parental discipline is what we have until we've gained self-discipline. That's all we've got until we get self-discipline. It's the same way as if you hired a personal trainer. They're there to hold you accountable to your fitness regimen until you've reaped enough rewards and you can see those rewards that you realize... The pain of self discipline is worth the results that you're going to gain. This is the same with parental discipline, but it takes a little bit longer with children. They're a little more immature. They're not always as cognizant of the rewards that they gain from their discipline. Doesn't mean that they don't gain them just as quickly as we do as adults. They're just not aware of the fact that they've gained them. When I was a kid, my dad would tell me stories. Now, my dad was born in 1925. He would tell me stories. About his dad and the requirements his dad had. Now, back in the day, they had leather shoes and they would have a little heel on them. It's not like the Nike tennis shoes all our kids are running around with today. They had shoes with little heels on them. My dad would have to polish his shoes, I believe, and I can't remember exactly, but I believe it was once a week. And his dad would inspect them, his, his brothers, his sister's shoes. They would have to lay them out and they would be inspected. And one of the things my grandfather would do was turn the shoes over and he would look at the instep of the shoe. And in case you don't know, the instep is a little area right in front of the heel. So if you have a pair of dress shoes and there's a little, you know, half inch heel right in front of that, that little dip area, that's the instep. Most of the time it never even touches the ground and certainly nobody ever sees it. Well, my grandfather had a theory that a person who didn't polish and keep clean the instep of their shoes was a person who probably didn't keep themselves clean after using the bathroom without getting too vulgar. I think you understand what I'm saying. Just because nobody sees it doesn't mean it doesn't need to be kept clean. It doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be taken care of. And that's what my father dealt with. That's the discipline that he was taught. And it gave my dad great self-discipline. And my dad lived his life. He was a very hard worker, Uh, wasn't a man of great means, but he certainly took care of his family. And he made sure that my mom was taken care of after my dad passed. And and that's because he had the self-discipline to work diligently and to save and to put that money away. And that, that definitely paid off in the end for the entire family and especially my mom. Most of us gain self-discipline first when it comes to our jobs. After all, that, that's where we gain the most, really, of the most tangible things. If we don't do our job well, we don't have enough self-discipline. We're going to lose our job, and when we lose our job, we lose our income, and along with that goes our house and our car and our food and everything else that we really enjoy having in life. Another area where we tend to have self-discipline is when it comes to fitness or eating right. That's because there's this outward result that we get from that self-discipline. And hopefully that result gains some sort of attention from others. Man, you're looking good. You've been working out, haven't you? Man, you've lost some weight, haven't you? And we get that. And it's a little bit of a boost to our ego. But let me ask you this. What about that sock drawer you have? Is everything in order in there? Or is it just tossed in and there's one sock here and a mismatched sock over there? And or what about that one drawer you have in the kitchen, you know, that what a lot of us call the junk drawer? How about that? Is is that ordered? Is that stuff put away? Are, are there partitions in there to keep everything segmented where it needs to be? This is what I'm talking about when it comes to self-discipline. How about that time you're walking down the street and you see a cup sitting on the ground and it's just laying there in a piece of lawn somewhere, you know, on the side of the road. Do you pick it up? Nobody will ever know that you walked by it. But if you picked it up, certainly it would make the community a little bit nicer. Do you pick it up? You're not going to get any credit for it. That's the self-discipline that I'm talking about. Become a champion of self-discipline in your home. Let your kids know that your rules aren't just there for you to lord over them. Instead, they're there so that they can eventually lord over themselves and lord over life. They can eventually have some power over what their life is going to produce for them. You're teaching them to become adults, and adults are the ones who discipline those around them, including themselves. But please don't mistake what I'm telling you for the ugly control freaks who wield their power out of some sort of ego rush. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not born out of love and out of desire to give your children the best. Teach your children discipline because you have a massive and deep love for them, along with a tremendous desire for them to be the most successful adults possible. People without parental discipline become people without self discipline. The people you see living a slothful life are the ones who don't know when to tell themselves it's time to get up from the couch and get to work. They don't know when the TV needs to be turned off and the creativity needs to be turned on. They need to start creating for the people around them. That's how we create value in this world. And if we don't teach our children discipline, they'll never give themselves self-discipline. And I really, I would be tremendously remiss if I didn't stop now and warn you about an area that could definitely get out of control, and it has for too many people. In the book of Proverbs, in the Torah, or the Old Testament, as Christians like to call it, we've all read the words, Spare the rod and spoil the child. Now, some translations say whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Love. When you love them, you discipline them. That's a little bit more accurate translation according to my understanding. But I want you to realize that word rod, it isn't something you use. It's not a rod to beat people with. It means a guiding rod. That's really what it was. Something that's held up by a leader, like a staff, like a rod, like a flag in the front to show the people the way. Too many Christian leaders and authors taught people that the rod was something you beat people with and sparing the rod meant not giving them a good whooping when they get out of line. That's not at all what it means. The last thing you should do, in my opinion, is to correct your children with violence. Instead, teach them with what life will teach them eventually. If you don't do what's required of you, there's going to be pain in your life. The vast majority of the time, it's not going to be a beating. It's not going to be physical pain. Instead, it means we'll lose something we want and cherish And most of the time for us as adults, that means money. If you break the law, you're going to get a speeding ticket. If you don't pay your bills on time, there's going to be a late fee. If you don't do the work that you've been hired to do, you're going to lose your paycheck. It's usually a financial result. And finances, when we lose those, we lose the things we really enjoy in life. You lose your home. You lose your TV, your car, your nice car. You, You end up scaling back everything. Do the same thing with your children because that's what life's going to teach them. If they don't do what they're supposed to do, maybe they lose their TV, maybe they lose their PS4, maybe they lose their social life for a little while, because that's what happens when you don't do your work, you don't have money to go out and have dinner with your friends, because you lost your job, because you didn't have self-discipline to do your work. Your boss doesn't come out with a belt and start beating you, thankfully, some might want to, (laughs) but... You lose the things that you enjoy in life, and that's the best way we can teach our children self-discipline. So remember, love your children, correct your children in a very, very loving way, and teach your children to eventually be self-disciplined. If you want to grab the show notes for this episode, you can do that right now at pdesmondadams.com slash three for episode thirteen. That's pdesmondadams.com slash zero one three. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, as I've asked you every episode, please rate it in iTunes. I've had a few of you have gone in there. It's been wonderful, really quite a few ratings and five star ratings, and I'm so grateful. I don't take that for granted. I ask that you give a five star rating, but I really don't take it for granted. And I've had a few people who've reached out and given me some great feedback, some areas of improvement, and I'm I'm implementing those. So please go into iTunes and rate this podcast. Just search in iTunes for Mental Mastery Moment and give it a five-star rating. If you don't know how to do that, you can go to pdesmondadams.com slash five stars, the number five stars, and I kind of give you a little brief set of instructions on how to do that. I'd love to hear your feedback. If you have a question about self-discipline, productivity, maybe a spiritual question, maybe something about the quote-unquote law of attraction or the power of your mind and your thoughts, your subconscious thoughts, please send them to me. You can do that. The quickest way is to go to pdesmondadams.com slash question, and it'll be just like a voicemail but through your computer or even on your smartphone, pdesmondadams.com slash question question, and you just record a question for me, and then I have this audio recording of your question. I can play it back on a future episode. I can protect your identity if you want, or I can share with people, your podcast or your your website, whatever it is. You give yourself a little plug if you want. But I'd love to hear what you're thinking about, what you're struggling about, and uh, give you some feedback. And if I don't have the answer, which may certainly be the case, I'll open it up to others who may want to give some feedback in the same way. And maybe as a community, we can help each other out. I'm on Twitter. If you'd like to connect, it's at P Desmond Adams on Twitter again. And I would love to connect with you. Quite a few people following now, and we're seeing that number move up. And I just love it. I'm already interacting with some people, even though we're just here at the 13th episode. Uh, I love when people give some feedback. I've had some encouraging words from people. If you're on Twitter, please follow. It's at P Desmond adams that's about it for me for this 13th episode self-discipline so vital it's what i always try to cover on wednesdays a little insight into how self-discipline is going to affect your success i hope it did do that and i hope your reach will always extend beyond your grasp